1: I'm E.G. Marshall, your guide into the byways of the strange world of the macabre. Where the side road will lead us, I never know. No matter. We always come upon a person in some way obsessed. His problem may be an encounter with a ghost or a creature from space, or it may be a tangible, realistic, bedeviling mystery. We're in a small office in a hospital in La Chapelle, Haiti. Beyond the open window, The birds sing. A doctor is speaking to a lovely young woman and her escort.
2: I I tell you with regret, Miss Reed. Your cousin Mademoiselle Duchamp died. Oh, no. She was buried in the cemetery of Les Dessoirs. Luke. Oh, I'm so sorry, Claire. I grew very fond of her. I brought her fresh roses every day. She loves the deep red
3: ones. What? Please explain, doctor. I don't understand.
1: Our mystery story, A Matter of Identity, was written especially for Mystery Theater by Roy Windsor and stars Russell Horton and Heather McRae. I'll be back shortly with Act One. but I never know what form it might take. The mystery of personal behavior? That's the purview of psychiatrists. Retrogression in which a person, for some uncanny reason, can recreate what happened hundreds of years ago, baffling even to the experts. Then there is mystery that is tangible. What happened to a famous painting by El Greco that is found in the attic of an old farmhouse? Well, Claire Reed, an attractive, auburn-haired young woman who lives in Ithaca with her father, a professor of anthropology, has a puzzle on her hands.
4: Father? Hmm? Oh, no, no, don't distract me, child. I have to. Oh, dinner ready. (laughs) Something smelled very appetizing when I came from the seminar. Oh, how good you are, Claire. I don't know what I'd do without you. You manage us so well. Father, please, I have to talk to you. Oh, It's
3: about Antoinette. I'm worried about her.
4: Are you? Oh, I shouldn't if I were you, Claire. Your cousin's old enough to lead her own life. She's only 17, and she should have been back in Ithaca a week ago. Have you thought about that? Uh, Antoinette went to Haiti uh, to visit Aunt Elise. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Weeks ago.
3: This letter from Antoinette is two weeks old enjoyed her stay with Aunt Elise, and then she wrote that a guide was driving her from Port-au-Prince into the hill country.
4: Indeed. Uh, Still quite primitive, I suppose. Rugged and remote. You've been there? Oh, yes, 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 several times. (laughs) I was teaching in Haiti when I met your mother. Oh, I still miss her terribly, Claire. Oh, so do I. Mm, Yes. I think something's wrong, Father. Well, you... You might... Speak to Luke. Luke? Luke Calloway. He's an important man in our embassy down there.
3: Oh, for heaven's sakes, how do you know that?
4: Well, we correspond from time to time. You and Luke? Yes, I've always been fond of Luke. I think you should have married him. Mother disapproved. Yes. I, I can't imagine why. Now, you you ask Luke to look into this Antoinette thing. Would you speak to him, Father? Oh, well, all right.
3: Well, you might tell him that I'm flying down at once.
4: Well, can't you leave the
3: art museum on such
4: short notice?
3: I intend to. There's something very wrong about Antoinette's silence. Hello,
4: this is Luke Galloway. Uh, hello, Luke. Homer Reed. Oh, a pleasure to hear from you, Professor. I wonder if might I might impose on you... Uh, Claire's worried because her cousin Antoinette Duchamp hasn't returned from Haiti and Claire expected her a week ago. Uh-huh. Where was she staying? With my wife's sister, Elise, outside Port-au-Prince, near Batissonville. Uh, Claire will visit her and then uh... Claire is flying down? Huh? Oh, oh, yes, yes. Claire will arrive uh... Oh, I see. Yes, of course. You could meet her, of course. How kind of you, look.
0: Oh, my pleasure. When will she arrive?
4: Oh, oh, I really don't know. Now, I'll cable when I know the flight and time of arrival. All right, I'll be
0: waiting for her. Uh, now, uh, tell me about Antoinette.
4: Well, she wrote that she was going with a guide into the hill country beyond La Chapelle. Oh, she's an impulsive girl and careless... For all I know, she may be on her way home. Or or she may have met with an accident. Okay, Professor, I'll speak to the police. Oh, I'm grateful for your trouble, Luke. I I wish that somehow I could repay you. Oh, you have, Professor. Well, I have? Sure.
0: Isn't Claire flying down to (laughs) Port-au-Prince?
5: Ah, bonjour, Monsieur Calloway. Oh, good morning, Lieutenant um, Yeah, It is that. Well, there is something that we can do for you.
0: Oh, I don't know, Lieutenant. Uh, there's an American girl, Antoinette Duchamp. American? Well, a Haitian, but an American citizen who lives with her uncle in Ithaca, uh, Professor
5: Reed. Uh, he. Ah, oui, he... oui, I know of him, Monsieur. He was in Haiti for several years, yes? Well, he is the uncle. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, Antoinette came down on a visit and seems to be missing. Her cousin is flying down to investigate. Ah, an
5: accident, perhaps.
0: Perhaps. Antoinette went with a guide to La Chapelle and
5: from there went into the hill country. I see. All right, I will make inquiries. By the end of the day, I will have information for you. I suppose there could have been an accident. Well, what can happen in the hill country is uh, unpredictable. I know that. Many of my people cling to the old superstitions. They have customs of their own, and they do not want to be spied upon. When someone disappears in the hills, I am... Well, I am always fearful.
4: Claire? Claire? Oh, Claire! Luke, how very
3: kind of you to meet me. (laughs) You remember my name. I've never forgotten it.
0: And you? Oh, it's been two years. Oh, here, uh, let, let me take you back.
3: Well, how are you, Luke?
0: Oh, quite well, thank you. My work is light. I've become used to Haiti. It's an interesting island. And you? He still Miss Reed. What's the matter with a young man around Ithaca?
3: I keep busy at the museum. I'm assistant to the curator. Oh,
0: no young man?
3: Just an old one. I keep house for father.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, uh, that's my car over there. You have a chauffeur? Oh, of course. Don't forget, you're out with the government. Oh, I'm impressed. Now, don't be. It's your money that pays my salary and his.
3: <laughs> well, then this is an official welcome.
0: Well, I couldn't presume to have made it unofficial. Your mother sent me packing, remember?
3: I found that out later, Luke.
0: Hmm. Water over the dam. Ah, here we are. Um, tell me about Antoinette.
3: I'm convinced that something's happened to her, Luke. We expected her home over a week ago. No word from Aunt Elise. Silence. Antoinette's just... vanished. I'm nervous, Luke.
0: That's a waste of energy. Now, once we formulate a plan for tracing your cousin, we can't sit around wringing our hands. We have an elegant dinner at the best hotel, get a good night's sleep, and then we get to work, okay?
3: I suppose so. I'm afraid I won't be very good company.
0: Now, you let me decide that.
3: I'm sorry you were so hurt, Luke.
0: Uh, I'm sorry I mentioned it. I'm supposed to be a diplomat.
3: Can you arrange to be away from the embassy to help me? Of course.
0: Uh, Protecting American citizens is one of our responsibilities. Now, I began work on the puzzle this morning. I visited with Lieutenant Luchot at the police department. Oh? Yeah, I told him what your father told me and, and it wasn't very much. He went to work. I told him we'd visit him late this afternoon.
3: You don't think I'm being an impetuous fool, do you, Luke?
0: Certainly not. Until we find out what's happened to Antoinette, she's a missing person. It's our job to find her. And don't worry, Claire. We
5: will. Okay. Okay. mademoiselle i am most happy to make your acquaintance thank you lieutenant i am aware of your father he lived here for several years and if i recall married a lovely english woman yes
3: that's right my mother died a few years ago
5: ah and the professor
3: in good health he's the head of the anthropology department in ithaca
5: splendid and the missing girl Antoinette duchamp
3: she lives with us she came here on a holiday any clues lieutenant
5: I have one, but do not excite yourself. We have made a thorough check of all automobile accidents between here and La Chapelle. Uh, There is one that may provide the clue we seek. She
3: she was in an accident?
5: Uh, The car was in an accident. Heavy rain, a rock slide.
3: What about my cousin?
0: Uh,
5: There was no trace of her. But she wasn't alone, Lieutenant. There was a guide. Also missing. We have traced the automobile. A private car owned by a woman who takes parties on tour to visit the sugar plantations along the Atibonite River, Capachian, the Citadel, even Salle, our highest peak. The woman's name was Balo.
3: What happened to her and to my
5: cousin? Uh, that is what we have to find out. Wouldn't the accident have been reported, Lieutenant? Well, it was not... A police car on patrol found it in a ditch. Oh,
3: for heaven's sakes. You mean that no one lives near the place where the accident occurred?
5: Still in the area, we, oui, but uh, simple peasants. Very poor. It is one civilization here in Port-au-Prince. Uh, <laughs> another further inland. The car was found outside La Chapelle? Several miles to the east.
3: But if both women were injured or, or dead, what would have happened to the bodies?
0: Well, perhaps some...
5: Um, peasant family took them in Uh, a possibility yes that is possible
3: we must drive to the scene of the accident luke uh
5: no not tonight
3: well how far is la chapelle
5: no more than 40 miles well then no no claire the lieutenant
0: is right once you leave port-au-prince you enter into a well a different world a, a different civilization it's really primitive claire
5: in the daytime it is more safe mademoiselle
3: Could Mrs. Barlow and and Antoinette have been taken to a hospital? Mm,
5: It is a thought.
3: Wouldn't a hospital report to the police if two women badly injured, I would suppose, were admitted to emergency?
5: sometimes yes, sometimes no.
3: I
0: simply don't understand. Speaking officially, Lieutenant, I must request you to order the police at La Chapelle to scour the area near the accident site and question the peasants who live nearby. Now, there has to be evidence somewhere that will lead us to the solution of this puzzle.
5: I will request their cooperation. More I cannot say. As I said this morning... Uh, Yes, 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 I I remember. Well, um, thank you. Well, you will come in tomorrow before you set out. I'll telephone, Lieutenant. Uh, Thank you for your help. I wish you good luck, mademoiselle. Bonsoir.
0: It's hideous, Luke. I'm frightened. Uh, We'll sort it out. I think she's dead. We don't know that. Put that thought out of your mind.
3: It doesn't make sense that that two women have an automobile accident and and, then disappear.
0: Up to you. But it's happened. Luke. Yes?
3: Stop, please. What is it? Luke, what did Fouchot mean when he said, as I said this morning, and then you cut him off? What was it he said this morning?
0: I, um I really can't say. It's it, nothing important. You mean you won't say. Is that it? Darling. Don't, darling, me, Luke.
3: Tell me what Fouchot said.
1: So this tale of the macabre is about a schoolgirl who has literally vanished near La Chapelle, Haiti. Hardly a supernatural disappearance. If it is realistic, there has to be a rational explanation. It is not a phenomenon. It's fact. What troubles our friends is uncertainty, which gnaws away at them. We'll rejoin Claire and Luke shortly when I return with Act Two. If someone disappears, it's not knowing what's happened that keeps you awake. You can imagine the anguish if a brother or sister or cousin suddenly vanishes and is heard of no more. Fools rush in is a truism and the foolhardy find it too late to check an impulse. Of course, that's not strictly true of Antoinette Duchamp. She wanted to see the hill country and she had a guide. What became of them? It's the next morning.
3: I don't know what to think, Luke. The police haven't got a lead.
0: It takes time because the peasants don't like to be questioned. The police make them nervous.
3: Someone must have seen them lying in the car. Mm
0: -hmm. Unless they weren't badly injured. They might have crawled out, wandered away.
3: But where to? It doesn't make sense. This is a civilized country. The the natives aren't cannibals, Luke.
0: No, but... uh... They're not all that civilized. Now, I don't want to alarm you, but... You...
3: You can't. I'm... I'm beyond being alarmed. I am convinced that Antoinette is dead.
0: Well, let's drive back to La Chapelle.
3: No, not La Chapelle, Luc. Let's return to Port-au-Prince. I'll feel more comfortable there in my
0: hotel. I can go over the heads of the police if we have to, Claire. I don't want to, but I can make it clear to Fouchot that this is a continuing investigation... Not like the one about the young anthropologist who disappeared into the hill country and was never seen again.
3: Oh? Is that what Fouchaud was referring to when he said, as I said this morning, a missing anthropologist? Uh,
0: well, that was years ago, 25 or so. It was at the time your father was teaching here.
3: Any explanation?
0: This is a strange island, Claire. Haitians are a superstitious people. Now, many of them, especially the peasants and those who live in the hills, cling to their ancient beliefs.
3: Voodoo? Yes.
0: Yes. Voodoo's a West African word that means God or a spirit. They believe that the spirits of the dead live in a world of ghosts, but that they can visit the world of the living to bless or curse people.
3: Why would someone who believes in voodooism capture that young anthropologist?
0: To bring him before one of the witch doctors.
3: Then what happens? I don't know. But you've heard, haven't you? Uh,
0: I know nothing about their religious rights, Claire.
3: Human sacrifice?
0: I don't know.
3: Well, could that have happened to Antoinette?
0: <sighs> Let's just hope she was killed in the accident.
3: It makes my flesh crawl,
0: but Luke. Don't think about it. I'll uh, drive us back to Port-au-Prince.
5: Good afternoon, Lieutenant. Ah, Monsieur Galloway and Mademoiselle Reed. I'm very pleased to have found you.
3: Some news for me, Lieutenant.
5: News? Yes.
3: Is my cousin alive?
5: Ah, I do not know. This, however, I do know. Several miles outside La Chapelle, there is a small hospital. One of the police, he goes there to make inquiries. The superintendent tells him that a young woman was brought there and was cared for.
0: A young woman? There were two women.
5: Uh, of that I am aware, Monsieur Keller. I refer only to one. The policeman learns that this woman somehow managed to stagger in the driving rain to the hospital where she was cared for. Because of injuries, she was weak. Uh, from exposure, she contracted pneumonia. Well, go on. Is, is she alive or did she die? I regret to tell you...
3: Antoinette. She's dead. Why did you say you didn't know, Lieutenant?
5: Because I do not know Mademoiselle. There was no identification. There were two young women. Only one reached the hospital. She remained alive for several days. Then she died. Father Howard administered the last rites, and she was buried in the local cemetery. You see?
3: Forgive me. Yes, I I see. You don't know if the dead woman was my cousin or Mrs. Barlow? Ah,
5: Precisely. Well, there's one way
0: to find out, Claire. We have to speak with the doctor who attended her.
5: The hospital is named La De Choy. The doctor's name is La Chaux. Mm,
0: thank you, Lieutenant.
3: Good work. I thank you, too, Lieutenant. May I ask you one more question? Oui. You said there was no identification. Doesn't that strike you as peculiar? Whoever found the car, there there must have been a purse. Maybe two. Even a, a small overnight bag.
5: When the police came upon the car, it is empty. That is what is reported to me. It is possible someone came along and stole anything of value left in the car. I cannot say. A purse? (laughs) The peasants are poor. Money is tempting. Oh, come on, Claire. Uh,
0: Bonjour, Lieutenant.
5: Bonjour. You have my sympathy.
3: There's something very wrong here, Luke. Yes,
5: I
0: agree. No identification at all? Well, if there was money in the purse... The purse? policeman who found the car? Mm, Not unlikely. And now identification is just about impossible. Ah, This is it. I just hope he speaks English. My French is pretty weak and I have no Creole. Uh,
2: Dr. Lechot? You are Monsieur Calloway. And this? is Mademoiselle Reed. Lieutenant Fouchot, telephoned that I was to expect you. Please come in.
3: Thank you, doctor.
2: Please to sit down. Uh, you have come on a sad mission, my friends. We did everything which we were capable of doing to save your cousin's life, but it was not possible. It was not enough. In the end, she
0: slipped away. She was at peace. Um... Can you describe her for us, Doctor? Describe her? Yes, there were two young women in the car that was in the accident. And and the other woman? A uh, Mrs. Barlow, a guide. Oh,
2: I see. I did not know that, monsieur. The young woman I took care of had dark hair and a very attractive face. Her eyes were striking, blue-gray and large. She was slight, no more than 120 pounds. Less after the first week. Claire?
3: Yes, that describes Antoinette. Generally, I... I was never aware of her eyes as being unusual.
0: Lieutenant Fouchaud told us that she was buried in the
2: local cemetery. Oh, that is so, monsieur. I attended the funeral. Ah, she is at peace. A lovely young woman. I am so sorry. Um,
0: Doctor, there was no identification?
2: None. No. We did not even know her name. You said, uh, Antoinette.
3: Antoinette Duchamp.
2: A French woman?
3: Um, her mother, Elise Duchamp, was English. She lives outside petit I, uh, I will have to speak to her to decide what should be done
0: with the body. You would assume your cousin? Why, that would be up to my
3: Aunt Elise.
0: Um, Doctor, may I ask a question? Did you make a study of the woman's clothing?
2: I don't know that anyone did. Ah, I understand what you mean. Labels? Yes, yes, in her blouse, her dress, her skirt, shoes. Oh,
3: that could still be done, Luke, if she's exhumed.
2: Leave her in peace. Do not defile the grave.
3: Is there anything else that you can tell us, Doctor?
2: No, nothing. She was a fine young woman.
3: During those brief
2: times when she was rationale, uh, she would thank me for the roses I would bring her.
3: You brought her roses?
2: Every day. She loved the deep red ones, especially.
3: For their fragrance?
2: More for their color. It reminded her of something, the uh, roses, I mean. As if she associated them with some pleasant memory. A young man's remembrance, perhaps,
0: on a birthday. Claire, what is it? You you have a strange look on your face. Impossible. What are you talking about? Impossible? What's impossible? Impossible.
3: Thank you, Doctor.
2: What's come over you, Claire? Have I said something to offend you, mademoiselle?
3: On the contrary. You have made me extremely happy. (laughs) Luke, did you hear what Dr. Le said about the roses?
0: Of course. Antoinette loved their deep red color.
3: She couldn't have. Huh? Antoinette wasn't allowed to drive a car, and she never could appreciate a red, red rose. Well, why not? Because, dear Luke, Antoinette was colorblind.
5: Incredible.
3: My cousin Antoinette cannot see the colors red or green. It's a condition named Daltonism. She sees red and green as gray. <laughs> Can you imagine Antoinette enjoying and requesting roses? Gray roses?
5: Uh, So the poor woman who struggled from the accident to the hospital was Mrs. Barlow. But Mademoiselle, when Dr. Lachaud described the dying woman...
3: it, It was a pretty good description of Antoinette. She and Mrs. Barlow must have looked alike.
5: But Mrs. Barlow had been married and was divorced. Still, Monsieur Calloway, when a person is ill... Even a younger woman can appear to be aged. Mm. Uh, Lieutenant, will you run a check on the guides in Port-au-Prince? But of course. Uh, perhaps I can look at Mr. Barlow. His former wife must have relatives, yes? Oh,
0: poor woman. Yeah, we've gotten somewhere. The dead woman was Mrs. Barlow, not Antoinette. Now,
5: what happened to her? Well, you... Uh... <clears throat> Interrupted me yesterday morning, Monsieur Calloway, when... It's all right, Lieutenant. Uh, Miss Reed
0: and I talked
5: about... Um, about the other possibility. We uh, oui?
3: Is it possible that someone kidnapped my cousin?
5: Yes, it is possible. The young anthropologist... I, uh...
3: I know about him. He, too, just vanished.
5: Uh, we searched for him for months. The police were not successful.
3: So you concluded that he was the victim of a religious cult... The voodooists? Yes. And my cousin?
5: We speculate and hope. We have informants in the hill country. I will inquire of them. The police in La Chapelle will be ordered to help. Well, it grows late. If you will spare me an hour, then we will set out. I will make arrangements for a search.
3: I am deeply grateful to you, Lieutenant.
5: I cannot do less. I had great admiration for your father.
3: Take me back to the hotel, Luke. I must speak to him.
0: Oh, of course.
5: I will telephone within the hour, Monsieur Calloway. Oh, um, do you possess a revolver? Well,
0: as a matter of fact, I do.
5: Oh, bon. Bring it with you. We may need it.
4: Do
3: I sound like Luke?
4: I simply don't understand your sense of humor, Claire. You said Luke.
3: He's here with me in my hotel room. He would like to talk with you. Luke?
0: Oh, uh, hello, Professor. Ah, oh, Luke, my boy. Good to hear your voice. Uh, uh, Antoinette is still missing, but we don't think she's dead.
4: Oh, I see. Wasn't she driving into the hill country?
0: Well, that's where we're headed for now, Professor. Yes, sir.
4: Then don't be too hopeful, Luke. I've studied the magic of those who still practice voodoo.
0: Human sacrifice is not unknown. Yes, I, I know that, Professor. Well,
4: I wish you luck.
0: Protect yourself. I'll protect both of us. Pardon me? Claire. Oh, oh, my goodness, yes. <laughs> yes, do that. Uh, do you uh, uh, want to say goodbye to Claire. Good night, professor.
3: Did Father understand even vaguely what we're facing?
0: Not vaguely, Claire. Clearly. He knows this country. He said uh, not to be too hopeful.
3: He's convinced that Antoinette's in the hands of the voodooists. Yes. And you, Luke?
0: Well, I am hopeful. I don't know their rigmarole. I suspect that a human sacrifice is a big occasion. And maybe we're in time to prevent it.
1: You've heard of voodoo, I'm sure, but what do you know about it? It has millions of believers all over the world. In Haiti, it's voodoo. In New Orleans, among the Creoles, it's hoodoo. And in South America, it's named macumba. What is it, really? Really? A belief in magic, black magic directed toward evil. Does it work? Those who believe say yes. Why? I'll explain when I return shortly with Act Three. The word itself has scary connotations to those who believe in it and practice voodoo. It works because a voodooist first believes in something he wishes to be true and then seeks to prove his belief. It is the practice of suggestion. Even those who do not believe in it have become victims because the unconscious minds of most of us harbor fears and superstitions. Now, Luke and Claire open the door to her hotel room. Uh, May I come in?
3: Certainly, Lieutenant. What is it?
5: (laughs) Before we leave for the hills beyond La Chapelle, I will show you something. Here in this box. You see? Oh,
0: what in the world? A photograph of a man's head and his arms and legs drawn beneath it like a cartoon.
3: Who is it, Lieutenant? What is it?
5: Early in the afternoon, I telephoned Professor Reed. I suspected you remember that some harm may have befallen your cousin, mademoiselle. Your father agreed with me. And I think that Monsieur Calloway, he also concurs, yes?
0: Yes, I do. But uh, what's the point of this weird cartoon figure with a real man's head? Uh, who is he?
5: That is the young anthropologist who, many years ago, vanished in the hills. But,
3: but what's the point of it? The, the purpose?
5: It is a device to remind those who may have borne away Antoinette Duchamp that we suspect some sect, the Obey, probably, of this other disappearance. Is that clear? Not to me it isn't. When the young anthropologist, he vanishes, we search long without results. It was wilder in the hills then than it is now. But we did put great fear into the minds of many peasants.
3: And you hope to startle someone into admitting that Antoinette has been captured.
5: Yes, but even more... We remind the tribe or sect that if harm comes to her, the police will avenge her. This drawing will be a surprise. It will cause fear. And fear is a powerful weapon. Mm.
0: The power of suggestion. The heart of voodoo belief.
5: That is so. It might help in our search. I do not know. But we drive now to the police in La Chapelle. They have taken into custody an informant known to me. I will question him. To find your cousin, we must have a direction. You mentioned a
0: sect known as the Obey. Uh, Now, what is that, Lieutenant? A voodoo
5: black magic cult. In its rituals, it is believed that the cult in some way uses the human corpse. Professor Reed spoke about the Obey. And we have no proof of human sacrifice. But we have heard of the other... It is to the Obey sect that we must now go. This um, informant will talk? Out of fear, yes. Of the Obey? Oui. And if he does not help me, I will threaten to expose him to the sect. And it is the end of him. Bonsoir, Etienne. Bonsoir. (laughs) You have helped me in the past, oui Oh, do not be afraid.
0: They kill me. They obey.
5: Eh? Why do you say they obey?
0: The policeman asked me where to find the for. I say, I do not know.
5: The temple of the obey? You do not know where it is hidden in the hills?
0: Um, I have heard. I, I do not tell you. They kill me. I...
5: Look at this, Etienne.
0: <sighs> More. The face of a man The drawing of his body and limbs
5: Who is the man, Etienne? You have seen this man, eh? Many years ago (laughs) Etienne, did the Obey destroy this man?
4: I, I cannot help you, Lieutenant
5: Ah, you can help me First this man, years ago He vanishes Now a young girl She vanishes I am searching for the young girl you will tell me where to find her.
4: They, they take her soon to the Badji. Ah,
5: the Badji, The altar place. Now, where is this temple and the Baji at I
2: cannot tell you.
4: Uh-huh.
5: Oh. Well, then you will go to prison. <laughs> Your big kidnapped her. Is that not so? Well, is she dead? Does the witch doctor prepare some evil rite over her dead body?
4: And Sammy?
0: I point the way
5: into the hills to the temple of the Obey. And I will protect you from the Mention. No,
0: you cannot.
2: I will die. The Papoula will cast a spell over me. And I will be dead.
0: We can't drive much farther, Lieutenant. The road's overgrown
5: with weeds. Mm, And there are rocks from the last of your reign. Hmm. Mm, Go by foot.
3: We'll never get out of here.
5: No. Do not be discouraged.
0: It's eerie, Luke. Uh, I'm
5: glad the moon's out. You have your revolver, Monsieur Callahan? Out and ready. Now, do not use it except in self defense. I do not think that we are in danger. But if we find a cousin, the Obey may grow ugly. Mm. We protect ourselves. Or we also might disappear. Well, I really didn't know that some of these sects were warlike. No, it is not so. They cling to old beliefs. Existing ever since African slaves were brought by the French from Dahomey in West Central Africa. Eh, old beliefs. Magic. It gave these slaves something to believe in. You can understand, right? Oh Yes, but this is the 20th century. This is a, a Catholic country. That is true. Most of us, yes, we are Catholic. But generation after generation descended from those slaves. And they do not accept Christianity. Voodoo. That is their faith. The tribes are not warlike. Only if you interfere with them. Mm. We do not.
3: Oh, isn't that... Look, off to the left. It's a building of some sort.
5: Ah, Etienne, did not lie... It is the temple of the Ube. Inside, at one end, is the altar, the Baji, where they have bells, gourd rattles, voodoo dolls, a sword, and offerings for the gods.
3: And you think that Antoinette might be there? Uh,
5: I do not know, mademoiselle. Uh, listen. Ah, uh, they have followed us. The drums warn the obey. We must be careful. The temple is a sacred place.
3: Oh, there's a man standing in front of the door.
5: Uh, now we must hurry.
4: He's waving us away. Uh, do not move, old man. I am for of the police. He's
3: running away.
4: Stop, old man. Let's go inside.
0: Uh, uh, uh. Oh. Look at
5: this place
3: And smell the incense
4: Ah, Look, look,
5: tied to the serpent's post at the altar
3: Antoinette, Antoinette
2: Heavenly Father, it is incredible But true, Doctor My cousin was drugged senseless And so shocked that she's lost her memory She does not speak even now in time, once the drugs disappear, she will be well again. The story you tell me is so dreadful. Kidnapped, tied up on that so-called altar, weak from lack of nourishment. It well, It is surprising to me she is not dead. You you have notified the mother.
3: My Aunt Elise is driving here now.
2: So... All a nightmare. Doctor, that cult should be destroyed. Oh, it is not possible. Even those peasants who profess to be Catholics still secretly practice voodoo. I do not think it will ever change. Their memories go far back. They were slaves, but they were human beings. This secret religion was all that gave them hope. And one must hope, oui. But to kidnap a young girl Oh, yes, yes, dreadful. You, uh, Mademoiselle Reed,
3: will remain in La Chapelle? No, doctor. My aunt will nurse Antoinette back to health. I have to return home. Later, Antoinette will return to my father and me.
2: Hmm. Oh, thank you for your courtesies, doctor. Mm, You are most welcome. I wish you a safe journey home.
0: Good morning, Miss Reed. You're in a happy mood. Come in, Luke. Oh, why shouldn't I be? Ah, I I see you're packed.
3: Yes, I'm on the one o'clock flight.
0: And back to Ithaca. But back to what? Why, to father. And to my job. I, um spoke to the doctor at the hospital and then to Lieutenant Fouchot early this morning. Oh, that was thoughtful of you. Mm-hmm. And Antoinette? Oh, better, better. She's still weak, of course, and uh, puzzled about where she is. No remembrance of what happened to her. Maybe a week or more before her memory returns, if it does. You know, sometimes it, it uh, remains a blank. No,
3: I, I didn't know. Is this why you're so nervous?
0: Well, um... <laughs> I didn't want it to upset you. Mm. Mm. So, uh, you're returning home. (laughs) Of course I'm returning home. Mm.
3: Do I have to say it for you, Luke?
0: Say what?
3: A couple of years ago, my mother discouraged you from visiting our house. Well, you got the impression that I wanted to discourage you. Then you got stiff-necked and disappeared into the diplomatic corps. Uh,
0: yes, yes, that says it all.
3: It doesn't say anything. Do you love me?
0: Do I... Well, uh, of course. why don't you say so? I, um... I love you, Claire. (laughs) And? I, um... Uh... Claire, will you marry me? Of course. <laughs> well, now, wait a minute, wait a minute. What about your job and your father?
3: Will, will and, uh... you let them stand in the way?
4: Oh, Claire, come here. <sighs> oh,
0: Luke. <laughs> well, that wasn't all that hard, was it? Oh, yes, it was. I I, I didn't think I had the courage. <laughs> oh, I have loved you so much, Claire, mm. ever since I first met you that I, I... Well, I didn't have the courage to risk being turned down a second time.
3: This is not the second time. My mother turned you down the
0: first time. Well, no matter. Oh. Well, now, I'll apply for leave and follow you to Ithaca in a week or so, and then uh, we'll be married.
3: <laughs> and uh, return to Haiti?
0: Oh, I don't know. Oh, your career, Luke. No, you're my career, darling. <sighs> well, maybe I'll leave the Corps or, or apply for a transfer or find an administrative position in the university. We can decide on that together. Mm. (laughs) Claire Mm? You really will marry me?
3: I've wanted to for a long time
1: Each of us at one time or another Has remarked that life is full of surprises It isn't really Because there's nothing new under the sun What happens to us is not unprecedented. It just seems to be. Like the cause and effect apparent in Antoinette's trip to Haiti, her disappearance and rescue by Claire Reed with the help of Luke Calloway. Coincidence or logical? I'll have some closing remarks shortly. We'll pay you $50 to take a test drive at a participating Chrysler Plymouth dealer. Test drive any new Chrysler or Plymouth. Buy one or a qualifying competitive new 1980 model within 30 days of your test drive. Bring in proof of purchase and test drive certificate and get $50. One check per customer. We're that confident in Chrysler engineering. That's sure that if you test drive one of our cars, you'll buy one. See your participating Chrysler Plymouth dealer for full details.
3: America's to Chrysler Plymouth.
1: There's something offensive in the air, and if you're smoking, you're putting it there. Your Lung Association joins the majority of millions of non-smokers in asking you to be concerned
0: with your drifting smoke. Let's clear the air together for everyone's sake. Write to your Lung Association for help in kicking the habit and take the smoke out of your life. Sure, it's tough. Lung disease is tougher. Your quitting is really a matter of life and breath.
6: know why a joint savings account with your spouse, life insurance in each other's names, even joint ownership of your home could someday cause your family to pay thousands of dollars in extra taxes? For authoritative information and answers to vital questions concerning your family's financial security, you should read an important book from Dow Jones and Company called How to Save Taxes Through Estate Planning. In easy to understand everyday language, it explains how to make sure your hard-earned assets are protected from unnecessary and crippling taxes. Vital information that every family should know. You can order this valuable book now and have it charged to your Visa, Master Charge, or American Express card by calling toll-free 800-228-5000. How to save taxes through estate planning is only eight ninety five plus dollars plus $1 postage and handling. And if you call now, you'll also get free, a 24-page companion financial planning workbook. So call now, 800-228-5000. Toll-free, 800-228-5000.
1: a divinity that shapes our ends, according to Shakespeare. That is why, upon reflection, we may wonder about the twists and turns that our lives have taken. If is a big word. If you hadn't been transferred to another city, would you have married the person you did? Destiny or free will? Which? It's worth considering. Our cast included Heather McRae, Russell Horton, and Lloyd Batista. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time,
7: pleasant dreams. The American G.I. Forum National Veterans Outreach Program provides many services to veterans. Some of these are employment services, home loan information, educational benefits, disability information, and discharge upgrading. Many Vietnam veterans were exposed to Agent Orange. This was a defoliant that was sprayed into the jungles to expose the enemy. At the time, the veterans were told that the defoliant was harmless to humans. Now, many years later, there is concern about the after-effects of Agent Orange. Some veterans are suffering from rashes and deformed offspring. Veterans that are concerned about Agent Orange call Gilbert Barella at 837 9115 or come in to 1554 Pennsylvania. That's 837-9115, 837-9115.
6: Stay tuned for the CBS Mystery Theater